The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legionis Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k and Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here today with Carol, Jared, William, and Austin. How's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Today, we're a Warhammer 40k podcast. Ah! Mm, your damn mouth. Shut up, Will. <laughs> shut your mouth when you talk at me. <laughs> well, I don't know. What's what's wrong? I? I, I'm glad we don't have them in the living room that would just stab each other. <laughs> I, I have no idea what I said to to <laughs> warrant such aggression this early you know in the cast, but it, it was going to happen one way or another. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So if you haven't heard, uh, a week ago it was announced with the Warhammer community that ninth edition is coming out, and brace yourselves because it's going to have quite a few changes from eighth edition, but still carry the core of the game mechanics themselves and uh i'll be honest i'm excited yep there's some cool looking stuff yeah I, I i really am it looks like all stuff that um people have been wanting addressed has been addressed and uh that's always good you know what i mean yes um the uh intro trailer was phenomenal they did a really good job yeah i i think i've probably watched it five or six times myself and uh, so, yeah, how much, how, how deep do we want to talk about this? I love the new logo. Well, I mean, first logo? off, I think we, we need to talk about the, uh, the new product line coming out. Ooh. Which particular one? Oh, the new Necrons. Yeah. 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 So no Necrons. one plays Necrons. That's a fact. No one. It's true. However, the large uh, four-legged, like spindly little walker things they have, do seem amazing uh, for Adeptus Titanicus. Like, if you ever wanted to have, like, that Xenos creepy, like, walker tripod thing coming at your Titans, those look like the guys for you. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that thing looks straight out of War of the Worlds with that big old laser on top. Let's hope it also is susceptible to the cold. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So some of the, the one thing I liked... One, I'm just going to say it. I'm a little disappointed. There's still no vehicle-facing mechanic. Has that um, been confirmed yet? Well, it it hasn't been said. Like they haven't said they're doing anything like that. Okay. I feel like that would be a big enough change that they would have by now. I could still be wrong. They're, apparently, um, they're going to like be revealing once a week some big stuff from for the yeah. edition. All so. right. And when is it set to full? Probably late June, July. They usually do their uh, summer. Big addition changes then. But is it still going to with uh, the Rona having knocked everything back? We'll see. I mean, they're putting new Ooh. stuff on pre-order this week. I mean, oh, that's they, true. It's true. They leaked the, you know, they previewed it mid Rona. So that's fair. Yeah, sure. They got some plans. Well, that'll, uh, that'll make the Nova GT more exciting. Should Nova, you know, knock on wood actually happen. 
but I do like that they've gotten rid, like they've changed how they've, they're doing the line of sight so that you can have things like in 30K, like it's not all true line of sight, which just makes sense given the vast amount of kits GW sells that are like, this is a Munitorum hab block and it's made of nothing but windows. <laughs> so if it's true line of sight, you just can't not like, there's just nowhere right. to hide. Right. So I, I like that. It's got me cautiously optimistic and they're bringing flyers back more how we do flyers. Mm-hmm. Like you can fly off the board again, which is, so I will say also the, the new Primaris look pretty awesome. Oh yes. They're starting to get, Back into the less of the uh, shiny, you know, iPhone looking <laughs> Space Marines into some more, more gritty, dirty, more like the, the Gothic theme is definitely yes. making a return in this one. You know definitely. what I mean? Yeah. What's like more Gothic was... than having a giant skeleton on your shield? Yeah. Beating someone to death, the chainsaw sword, which yeah. they got now. The Primaris Lieutenant that they revealed uh, oh. has a Volkite pistol. Apparently I, I read it somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but it's called a Neo Volk Volkite. So We'll see if it uh, still deflagrates, or we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe uh, some. I, I'm. I think that's just a way that they can give it another profile from the already existing Volkite. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Rules. Yeah. Which means it, it'll get maybe a different version of deflagrate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because Volkite does exist in um, 40k, but it's usually only found on uh, relic vehicles like uh, the termite. Yeah. Typically, yeah. right? Like even the Leviathan dreadnought, which does you know its kit comes with one uh in 40k you can't use the the little the little volkites it can only be a that's so lame yeah and it can't take phosphex either oh oh dude it's because phosphex but is a i mean cry. think about it oh. yeah so i mean they stopped producing okay. it so just fo- wait really they, they can't make phosphex in 40k no i mean we uh-uh. can't make greek fire we want to do it's lost. But we can make napalm. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't really know if it's better or worse than what they used to have. Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. We only know we can make Greek fire. I mean, it's not like we can't commit war crimes nowadays, so... Yeah. Just new types, that's it's all. Different. Yeah, come on. We, we, and Times change, but humanity is still shit. And we got some uh, assault intercessors. Oh. Yeah, so the, the assault intercessors are nice. Um, I'm hoping they, they keep the uh, sergeants with the rules where uh, they currently have intercessors. Uh-huh. So intercessor sergeants can take like power fist and thunder hammers and stuff like that currently, which would make sense if the assault intercessors could as well. You know, It just reminds me of the, um, oh, what do they call the ones for a heresy? The spoilers. Ah, despoilers. Yeah, no, that's exactly what this is. This is, they're exactly going into that route where it's a a specialized unit. Now, that's another thing, right? Um, I'm wondering if this will be mixed squads. Maybe. See, so for me, I I never played Primaris in 8th edition, so I don't know. But was the ability to take chain swords available to them? Or could they only just have the the bolt rifle? No, the sergeant could take a chain sword. Okay. But they only had the bolt rifles. Gotcha. Do chain swords actually have a profile? That's oh yeah, anything? they do. They grant they grant an additional attack just for being on a unit, okay. which is why you can take corn berserkers who have chain axes, and then you can also give them chain swords along with it, and then they can end up getting many, like, so many. Like think of a lot, 
that's probably bigger than that okay because it's like yeah i think i heard somewhere it was probably like 54 or 60 attacks from berserkers at one point like a 10 and then you could let them fight and then you could let them fight again because blood for the blood god would proc and stuff like that so it it is crazy right so that's one thing you'll, you'll you see in um modern 40k is just uh Shit, shit is dangerous, man. Everything is dangerous to everybody. Remember how we used to have like Istvan Five rules, guys? Bring your your baddest shit that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, that really seems to be the uh, uh, the motto of Eighth Ed, and now and even more so leading into Ninth Ed because uh, now apparently you no longer are required to bring battalions for command points. Which is a huge thing, because you used to have people who would, like a custodes army, would always have 250 points of guard built into it, so they could have five command points just from the guard. And the guard would just be two Imperial Guard squads with a commander, and that was it. You might use it to get, like, wyverns in from orders or something like that, but you would just have to pay that stupid tax so you could have command points. But the way they're doing everything now is everybody starts at the same level of command points, and by adding things in is how you'll spend your command points before the game. Hmm. With still in-game abilities to spend command points, you know what I mean. Yeah. So there was one one interesting thing because I've I've been sort of looking at this, wondering what does this mean for 30k? Because the answer right now is nothing, right? Sure. 30k right. Yeah. is what it is. They've told us they're not really changing it. But there is one little factoid that has me wondering if that's going to hold through, and that's all Forge World rules are going to be handled by the GW rules team. So does this mm-hmm. mean the Forge World team just won't have a rules writer section? Or does it mean that Forge World will now strictly only care about 30K rules? Or it could mean... Or, you know, 30K, 30K Titanicus. Is 30K, would it be considered now a specialist game? Yeah. Well, it has been for a long time. It's always been a specialist game. Well, it was never one of their their mainline products. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's definitely specialist games. Yeah, like for the past uh, few editions, Forge World would make their own rules for their models and give it to GW. And it's like, here, use this. Yeah. But now the GW rules team apparently will be taking those models and making rules for them in collaboration. On their own, yeah. So worries yeah. about balance and whatnot. Uh, we'll see. Because, I mean, the, the Forge World stuff doesn't get updated. With, with the Forge World team working it, the Forge World stuff does not get updated often. Sure. Whereas if the GW team is on it, they can put it out. Because, I mean, if you if you know the release cycle of uh, Games Workshop rules, I think it's two major updates twice a year. One of them being the General's Handbook, the other one being the um, Errata. And then two smaller FAQs throughout the year. So there's four times throughout the year that these rules get evaluated now and updated. Uh, so which gives us, you know, more opportunities to, to where, I mean, cause, cause still even Forge World's rules haven't been updated to the, to where Leviathans are still seen in every single chaos army because chaos can take Leviathans and spam them uh, or Daredeos with the Atomatic, but, Pavace thing, which is actually something that's really good in 40k versus 30k, you know. Um, so yeah, there's there's things like that that definitely need to be addressed, and uh, hopefully with GW on it, that means it will be. Fingers crossed. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm definitely interested. Um, we've seen some couple of leaks of photos that are presumed to be the new box sets. And the new box set should have, I think they said, 28 miniatures versus Dark Imperium, which had 24 or 26 miniatures. It'll have rules just like Dark Imperium does for both the Necrons and the Space Marines. That'll be your standard starter set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think it's going to cost a little bit more, just like, um, not Tempest Wars, um, Soul Wars did. You know, Soul oh, yeah, Wars yeah, was a it was Soul a big Wars box right. set that came with the core rule book and everything like that. So because of it, it was a little bit more pricey. And I think this one... Well, I think the 8th edition box had the full rule book too, I thought. The hardcover. I think that's how I got mine. Possibly. I think I think you might be right. I don't know. It was a long time ago that I bought mine. But. <laughs> Same. Oh, boy. That was three years ago? Yeah, three years, yeah, I, think I think three years. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. Um, here's the thing that I don't get is how are people still like, is this really the end of many Marines? And it's like, yeah, yeah, man, like they have not released a mini Marine in three years outside of one or two special characters. No, three. I know three special characters that were made, two of which were made by Forge World. One of them was a librarian. That was made by GW. And outside of that, it's all been Primaris. So if, if you think that they're still going to support the Mini Marines, you got to so let I've that actually, go, man. I've actually heard a, an interesting rumor about this uh, recently from people that will remain nameless, but with, you know, I know people who know people who know things on occasion. And uh, they were talking with some people about, you know, Primaris Marines and all of this stuff. Um, and I, I, this is apparently, he was talking uh, like years ago about this, and we were discussing this new release and how the Primaris Marines are kind of going back to that gothic look, right? And he said that, you know, pretty much confirmed that, yes, Primaris were made to true-scale Space Marines. And originally, they were going to be built the same size as Space Marines, just more proportional, like, body, like limbs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the sculptors cranked it up to 11, and everybody was like, oh, damn, those look good. Here we go. <laughs> it's like, ooh, the um, true scale that everyone's been talking yeah, about. So, yeah, so they're essentially true scale Marines, right? And we all know this from looking at the Primaris. That sure. They're what they should be compared to Guard. And the, and the new uh, Chaos kits, too. Yeah, yeah. So the sculptors and those sorts of people, and the people with, like, GW's big banded book of fluff, have apparently been a little annoyed at some of the writers for GW um, because Primaris Marines were never actually supposed to be way bigger than normal Marines. Uh, If a normal Marine is like 8 to 12 feet tall, a Primaris Marine is like 10 to 13 feet tall. They're not really that much bigger. Um, And what GW's plan was, and I presume is, is to eventually have every mark of armor Primaris size. True scaled. Yeah, true scale. Um, the Primaris Marines being bigger and like the new hotness mm-hmm. is kind of a way to phase out the old Marines because, hey, it's been, you know, three, four, five years now with these Primaris and there hasn't been a lot of new tiny Marine stuff. And those Primaris sculpts just real damn good. And then you get a box of, you know, Mark 7 power armor, Primaris size. And then you're like, oh damn, that's great. Um, now I don't, I don't know if 
all scales of armor is like the 40k marks, right? I don't know if they would go back to like Mark three and four Primera size. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. I doubt it. 30k's, yeah, kind of split. Um, but yeah, like Will said, there hasn't been a 40k plastic marine, eh? In eighth edition, has there been a new box? For plastic normal size marines in 8th edition. Not even vehicles, I don't think. Not for loyalists, no. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. They're kind of just letting that tension build a little bit so that when they say, hey, look, we, you know, the Indominus Crusade's been going crazily and fuck, that Mark 10 armor is really cool, but they can make a lot more Mark 7, so here we go. The resurgence. Yeah, or, you know, and it was originally designed that, hey, they don't even have to change it in the fluff, right? Because the armor is all the same. But I don't know if they'll change that around now that some of the authors have been like, and Bobby Space Marine saw Johnny, the, the Chad Primaris Marine, who was two and a half feet taller than him. Who it's, knows? Uh, it's funny you should mention uh, new books and stuff because alongside this new edition, they're coming out with a new Warhammer book series, Dawn of Fire. Yeah, that looks good. Starting off with Avenging Sun by Guy Guy Haley, excuse me. (laughs) And I got to say, what's got me excited about this, as they they mentioned and we were talking about earlier, is um, we don't know how the story ends. Yep. Like most 40K novels these days, it's usually like a a one shot or maybe a trilogy. Mm -hmm. But they haven't done anything alongside the scope of the Horus Heresy ever. I mean, the, I mean the aside from Gaunt's Ghosts, I was about to say closest thing probably Gaunt's Ghosts, but yeah, right. But I don't, I don't think they've done a Space Marine anthology like that. Is that would that technically? I don't know what an anthology is. I guess yeah. um, uh, the old a, a prolonged storyline like that. The yeah. old Space Wolf series um, had five or six books, and I think that's four or five more books than any other. Well, I guess the Blood Angels had a trilogy, right? The Night Lords had a trilogy. Dark Angels but had yeah. a trilogy. They, they might have had four books, I think. Uh, but yeah, no, this this would be brand new territory if they're going to say, hey, yeah, we're going to do what the Horse Heresy did and put out 30 books that all interconnect and move the plot forward. Like, that'd be wild. It's oh, yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, And, you know, since... Um, I haven't finished Plague Wars yet, but I, I don't know. Did they release the third book for the Plague Wars series? I thought there was going to be a third one. Was it supposed to be a trilogy? I hear a lot of people saying, wow, they should have released a third book, but I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a trilogy. I wonder if they decided to pivot and just put that third book being the first book in Dawn of Fire. I kind of hope they do. Because I was not a fan of Dark Imperium. It was dry. Yeah, because a lot of it was like politics. <laughs> was Gilliman so, trying to re- rebuild everything? And he's like, hey, here's my library. I'll show you guys. I'll spend minutes <laughs> and pages on this library. Well, yeah. That and like the, you know, the book's been out for like six years. Can we talk about the ending? Yeah, just just What, for Dark Imperium? Yeah, yeah. Dark Imperium's been out for three years. I, th- I mean, no, three years. Yeah, but three yeah, years? absolutely. Yeah, okay, definitely, okay. Definitely. Yeah. So, like, the ending, when they're fighting that demon, like, it could have been set up so perfectly to where the, that creepy priest dude, uh, you know, steps in and does some, you know, act of faith or something that, you know, smites the demon and actually helps them. Right. And it could be like, hey, maybe the emperor has some sort of usefulness or maybe the ecclesiarchy yeah, has a yeah. 
shit. Uh, but no, it was just, oh, Gulliman hits him hard and hits him again and hits him again, and then it's dead. It's just, yeah. There was no. Oh, wow. What a amazing fight scene. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was just. No climax after Hit him again. Yeah, yeah. Just and punch like, him right up between the eyes. You know, Guy Haley, as a writer, is like the shit. I mean, he wrote Lost in the Dam, which is like one of the best books black library has ever produced. Steven might argue with that one, but yes, <laughs> he hasn't read it yet. So he can't talk he hasn't? shit. No. Yeah. Which is crazy, right? He, he, he debunks it all the time and hasn't no. read it. And uh, I'm like, dude, it I is seriously. Yeah. Anyway. He hasn't finished solar. War. I, uh, anyway. Yeah. He should shave uh, himself. Yeah, I, I, oh, seriously. If I, that book is amazing because of the fact that it is just, don't say it's anything. anything that, I haven't read it yet. It's it's everything loyalists have wanted. Is what I'm gonna say. It's but just, I'm not gonna read it then. It's, even from a trader's <laughs> perspective, it's still really. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like the gift reading sensible chuckle as you're in a loyalist like, and reading that Lost in the Dam. Yeah, 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 you're like, ah, you fucking idiots! You all deserved it. <laughs> Vindication. <laughs> even just little segments of it, you know the 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 section with like the beastmen. It's like a page long. It has like oh, no God, bearing so on the plot. Like I think me and Austin were both like, "Oh yeah, I got to do a beastman army now." And, you and do. I <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm I'm one unit deep. I'm uh, eighty models further ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get there, okay? But yeah, I, I I'm really looking forward to plot advancement because it feels like the you know I've read Dark Imperium, I've read Lords of Silence. Uh, did you read um? What is it? Call's uh, plan? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, great it's work. Called. The great work. The great work. Yeah, call, call calls backseat dealings. And yeah, it's, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's probably the best of of all of them. But there, yeah, um, know, nothing's like mind shattering. Just like, oh yeah, this is. I should really be excited about this. It's just this is happening. Hey, it's predictable. I guess. I mean, so I mean, some of them. Spear of the Emperors is still one of the best that I've ever yes read. It was it was it so was really good. good. Uh, Spear like, of the Emperor stands alone. That's <sighs> I mean he, that's I think that was the problem was the bar was set so high with Spears of the Emperor that I yeah. I was just yeah. like all right uh, all right that's good. I mean you know some plot being advanced in Dark Imperium resetting the uh, was it the Tetrarch? Um yeah. Uh, Felix. Yeah, so like I'm, and you know, you know, all of a sudden, uh, the Ultramarines have now broken Adeptus Codex or the Codex Space Marine or whatever it's called. Uh, Gilliman himself no longer even follows the Codex, so there, there's just been a bunch of little plot advancements like that. Gilliman's like, no Space Marine chapter will have more than a thousand. But if you want, you can add another thousand in the 13th company. No one's going to bat an eye. Maybe six times that Black Temple. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, uh, if you feel the need to start another crusade, uh, we'll go for it, you know? <laughs> They're more like guidelines, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they've turned into is guidelines. I, I personally have about two starter sets of Primaris from the eighth edition that I still want to turn into Emperor's Spears at some point. Mm. Mm. What are what even are Emperor's Spears? 
So Aaron Dembski Bowden yeah. made a 40k novel where GW or Black Library more or less said, "Hey, make your own Space Marine chapter." Okay, I think you talked about them before. Yeah, that's what Dave's army is. Is real pretty. It's a, it's a good fucking book. Seriously. Dude, there are so many books I gotta read. There's a yeah. like they have personality. Like it's. Was it first person? No. Good. Uh, if it first person, I will not. Some of it. it. Some of it is. Yeah, yes. some of it. But it, but it's that. all written from the perspective of a human, a mortal who is detached with them. So, who you get is, to see how she reacts to them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anurata, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. An- okay. Anurata. Like, yes, that's her name. <laughs> <laughs> you, someone listened to the audiobook too, apparently. Anurata. Yeah. Okay. There's another name. This is Lotara. This is Anurata. All right, for those yeah. of you that aren't watching because this isn't a video, he's putting his <laughs> hands oh, right, yeah. right next to each other, and he's uh, wrong. Uh, I yeah, stand he, by. Latara Sharan is a boss. Uh, Anurata is a stone-cold badass. Anurata has Has also- she ever told a space marine to go fuck himself to his and face? Shot in the she face. killed one. She did kill one. Uh, she would have killed was yep. it on? Was it on her side? No. no. <laughs> then it doesn't matter. Gaunt's, kill, Gaunt's killed like three. Uh, <laughs> and Gaunt's ghosts are not in this, okay? Did she destroy a whole enemy fleet? I'm just saying, I think Tana Creed has killed a space marine. Like, get out of here. No. That gets you to level she, two in Warhammer. Does she command universe. a Gloriana? <laughs> no? Get out of here. Does she deploy the Ursus class to plunge... Hey man, she's got a fucking servo skull that she flies around. Okay, you like, don't oh, get to talk bad me. about Anurada. No, I can and I will. She has a tiny drone. Anurada. She eats uh, the hearts of traitors for breakfast. All right. Well, see, it's a I good book. stick with while while crying from the trauma she sustained. Yes. I mean, this <laughs> is all real. Crying from trauma? What? Uh, I mean, she's basically the uh, servant. Of surf, yeah. Surf, she yeah. she might as well be Octavia. Yeah. Oh, but God, she's running around killing, killing space marines <laughs> and fighting alongside them too. Yeah, yeah. A space marine gives her a fucking sword. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Look until <laughs> she gets a pat on the. Well, I guess a pat on the chest is a little outre, <laughs> but a pat on the chest by a by a primarch, <laughs> a comradely slap from a primarch. She can she can get back down in the second tier Mm-mm. below Latara Saren. Latara no. Saren no. destroys whole fleets. She's not alive oh. in 40k, is she? Like as some uh, demon net prince or anything like that? Gloria- we have not confirmed or denied. Her- did her Gloriana get destroyed? Nope. I mean, she's a she's model after all. So well, that's what I'm asking. No. Has it been confirmed or denied? No, I don't think either how way. How sick would it be? Hold on. How, how sick would it be is if in 40k we somehow come across the Gloriana ship again, the right? Deeper. And she has fused with it. Oh, what? And she's like a demonette princess, That's but, you know, bound to this fucking ship. I, it is. It's totally something that would happen in 40k, you know? She would, but she would be a bloodletter, not a demonette. She is not a, she has the rage for it. Oh. No, I, I don't mean demonette. I mean like a female demon. The is what an- I mean, Carol. Oh, not, not the uh, 
what's her name? Damn it, what's her name? Uh, the Amnesis. You, you guys haven't read the Black Legion series, have you? Nope. Yeah, I haven't. I hear it's pretty good. It's awesome. You should read it immediately. But uh, the the main character, his sister from uh, Prospero, basically is like the beating heart of the vengeful spirit, hmm. and she's like fused with it. So she controls it. She's the steers person. She does, you know, works the weapons, does all that. But she lives in a tank, and because yeah. she's had some kind of brain parasite from Prospero because the whole planet was, you know, oh yeah, they messed they up. So I, I guess similar to where um, so Legio Solara keeps their princeps in amniotic tanks, right? Yeah. Well, I guess it's not just Legio yeah, Solara. I'm sure that's a, that's a plenty standard, of Legios do, right? Yeah, that's a standard so, piece of tech uh, yeah. in the Imperium. So I could see a 40k Lotara in a tank, but also possessed by a demon. So she's just raging all the time and like a swimming. Yeah. Yeah. So she's at least, well, the Conqueror at least is in one piece as of the 37th millennium. Uh, and I do remember there's a ship called the Conqueror as part of the Gothic War, but I don't think that was a Gloriana. I think that's probably just a misname or a double use of the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but speaking of wild rumors, can I. Can I uh, have you all put on your tinfoil hats for a minute? Give me one second. I just want to cover one last thing, and then we can go, go straight it. to it. Go for it. So, so ninth edition, they're finally, they, they swear, guys, they're going to do it this time. They're going to do it an app for Warhammer 40K. The biggest yeah. Thing, oh, yeah. That's big, actually. The biggest thing here? I mean. Whenever you buy a ninth edition codex, you'll get the digital rules for that codex in the app for free. Holy shit. What? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what it's called. Oh, big. man. And hopefully be yeah, successful I enough hate. that it'll hmm. spread throughout their oh, uh, dude. gaming ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. No, this totally is gonna because if it is updated at the same speed as they re- release facts, just like Azir is. I'm, I don't. I don't think any of you guys have used Azir yet. No, I don't. Really. Azir is great. So, like, as they update FAQs and change points and that kind of stuff, Azir will update it so you can That's create nice. your Age of Sigmar armies. In a breeze, right? That is um, awesome. But they don't have that whole, if you buy the physical, you get the digital with it. Hopefully mm-hmm. that transfers over to Azir as well, because I've had to buy digital books, uh-huh. and then an update come out, and then, you know, you got to buy the physical one also, so. Or vice versa, I should say. Yeah, I thought that was a really uh, cool But that's picture. awesome. Yeah, that is really nice, because... Like, bless everyone who puts work into things like Battlescribe and all those other things. Oh, but yeah. it would be very nice to have GW do it. And then at least if that's wrong, it's not your fault. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, like with Battlescribe and all the other ones, like, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, Battlescribe's great. Or the other ones are great. But when they screw up, that's still kind of on you as the player to know that, like, oh, yeah, it didn't charge me for adding <laughs> alters or whatever. Yeah. But it's GW's fault, man. That might as well be rules is written. Hey, man, rules is written. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no p- potential for abuse there. That is, that is definitely one of the biggest gripes I have for the Age of Darkness is the fact that they don't update the uh, they don't update the digital books. Not at all. Like the FAQ has for the uh, Age of Darkness ones. Yeah, the FAQ has have been out for oh. half a year, a year longer. Some of the stuff hasn't been updated at all since I've got it, which is frustrating. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will say it is a massive pain in the ass, though, to update a PDF. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't sound like that should be a big, important thing. But, like, if you're trying to, if your line of text gets replaced by half a line or a line and a half, suddenly that could change the following 200 pages. Like, <laughs> it happens. It's like a Word document. You try and put a picture in it, man. Just Can't you just print and tape, tape, the, tape the FAQ to the back? You're good to go. Yeah, or just cut it out and tape it right over the line like we used to do back in the back yeah. in the day when men were men and codexes were all softback. I put a little tab on the side and say, check this FAQ here. Uh, all right, so tinfoil hat time, Austin. Go for it. Put on, put on your tinfoil hats, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, I have some shenanigans. Uh, so, as we said, Ninth Edition comes out. They do a live kind of Q&A, reveal, talk-through thing. Uh, one of the gentlemen that was doing this was Pete Foley, who's a GW bigwig. Um, not 100% sure what he specifically does. He's the... Um, now for uh, Or will be for the specialist games, isn't he? I might, yeah. I don't know yeah, anymore. <laughs> It feels like they change the jobs every so often, so quickly. It is, it is hard, but yeah, he's a big shot in the specialist games. Um, and he's, and I, I saw this screen capture that a guy made, uh, and it's kind of him, and there's a whiteboard behind him. Oh, yeah. And it says uh, next codex, and it's got squats line through it, Tyranids line through it, New Xenos race lines through it, a couple of checks by Space Marines. And the guy was like, oh, look, they were thinking about adding a codex squats guys are never going to do it. That's not what my tinfoil hat is about. No. Because above that, above that, ladies and gentlemen, were two sentences. The first one is, are space marines too big? Question mark. And the next sentence, make them small again? Small underlined three times, two question marks. Can I and I am going to call it interject now. real quick, Austin? I swear to God, uh, Will. Yeah, they they brought ahead. that exact point up on the cast yeah. during the live stream. Yeah, yeah, they brought it up. Yeah, that it's that it's epic and it's coming back. Mm, no, what but they, they all hinted at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here. At, I don't know. Apparently, second, if you saw the cast. <laughs> <laughs> But um, it's epic. I feel like that's it's been something that's kind of has to have been tinkering around in their heads for a while now uh, with how well Adeptus Titanicus is done. Now they've got Titan Hunter infantry, but no model for it. And you put two and two together. Uh. Um, and it would be a great homage to the original epic way back in the day, uh, the original Adeptus Titanicus, to set it in the Horus Heresy, um, because for those of you that don't know, the reason the Horus Heresy exists at all is that GW wanted to make a game uh, about giant fighting robots, but only had the money for one set of molds. So they could only make one type of giant fighting robot. And they were just like, well, I guess we could have two factions with the same models, but uh, how would we sell that to anybody? And some brave soul had a light bulb and was like, We'll just make it a civil war. And thus the Horus heresy was born. I shit you not, 100% true story. A ton of people have confirmed it, but it would be great if they make, because they've got all the uh, the files, right? 
Sure. For like all the digital yeah, files. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, for just everything. Shrink that like, shit down. Yeah, yeah, just shrink it down. Make it smaller. Make it smaller. smaller. Make make Titanicus epic again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you won't hear I'm me about complaining. It. I'll fucking eat that shit up with a yeah. spoon. Yeah. I want my goddamn <laughs> micro machine horse heresy, people. <laughs> Like if Ugh. if you think mega battles are fun because you can put a hundred marines on the table with a bunch of tanks and a titan, then Epic is really the game for you because but everything's tiny. I'm, but it's so, glorious. It's I routinely field two hundred marines or like forty Lehman Russ. Or you could you know, just put fifty ants on it. <laughs> Caro, how dare you try and kill my? This children. is my converted Tyranid army. It's that just a bunch of fucking ants I've glued together. <laughs> she just dumps an ant farm on the table. <laughs> even killed them. Just Roll, glued them bitches. down. <laughs> Those are my chaos warriors. Bump. I put out. The yeah, sugar no, they're all still glue. very alive and very in. angry. <laughs> <laughs> so there are the forest ants, and there are those. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I kind of suspected this when they scaled. Uh, all the Aeronautica stuff to Titanicus sure. scale. Yes, bitch. And then yes. it confirms it. So, you know, year and a half, two years, I don't doubt before we actually, like, have models we can hold in our hands. But but you, you, but you do think it'll be before um, Old World? I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I hope it's before Old World. Oh, yeah, probably. Ooh. You know? I think so, because I think... If, if Old World is four or five years away, which is what they've said, mm-hmm. then this they is have sort something of, in between that. This is sort yeah, of the perfect yeah. in-between thing. What if they make it? Warhammer, Epic, Siege of Terror. I would That's honestly, a, yeah, perfect I would really it. love for that to be the starter uh, set. That'd be the perfect uh, place to put it. Yeah. Because Imagine it would be great. Yeah, it comes out you right want... as, you know, you could have, hey, this is the Lion's Gate starter set. Oh, oh don't. <laughs> yeah. Y'all right, Jared? You need you need 10 minutes alone. Go. Okay. Okay. I, I, turn I, your camera off for a little bit and think about that. I, I just need to adjust my pants real quick. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I was literally just thinking that scene in First Wall where Fafnir Ron has like, you know, 800 legionaries uh, in a shield wall and killing, you know, 300,000 cultists in an hour. Mm-hmm. Just wall of bolt shells, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that on a table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'd, all day. There it is. There it is. You're in. We're all in. Excellent. Yeah. Except yeah. for Caro, who's obviously. <laughs> oh, I just, I'll just watch again and think you're funny. That's how it started. That's how it's going to keep going. Oh, that was how the first games went. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at back at my six by four table and just imagining. Still, but I don't know. I can't imagine it just because you are on such a tiny scale. Like, well, you played the American Civil War. Hey, I didn't lose the game, so you know. <laughs> nope, nope. She beat the shit out of the whole damn army. <laughs> oh my god! That so bad as Not sure Zach's gonna play a historical game with you ever again. <laughs> but it yeah, was pretty it disrespectful. Be, it was super disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she killed Hancock, man. Oh no! Oh, yeah. Carol, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. You know, I just did it. I, I can't explain it, man. <laughs> you roll a mm-hmm. die and dead. <laughs> roll a die dead. and dead. dead move forward, roll dead. Roll oh. forward, move dead. It was amazing. 
It was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, man, epic, <laughs> epic, and I'm so stoked for it. I yeah, that's gonna be a deep and dive. You know, it's gonna be amazing because they. I mean, they have said that they, with all these new specialist games, they want to remake them as cool as you remember them. Oh. Not as cool as they were, but as cool as you remember them. And I think, uh, Austin, mm -hmm. would you agree that Titanicus is not as cool as you remember it? So, or Aeronautica, for that matter. So here's, talk, talking about the two specials games, I never played the original Titanicus. and I, I got in at the okay. Epic stage. Um, and I firmly believed that Epic was the best game GW has ever made. It's better than any edition of 40K, any edition of Fantasy, any of the other specials games. And y'all know how much I love Battlefield Gothic and like 30K <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Titanicus came out and I was instantly blown away and they're like four books in now and it's the best game they've ever made. It yeah. really is. Um, so like, yes, it is as cool as I wanted. It's like, I remember Epic being, but it's got those like both nods to the cool stuff of the past and that like streamlined. We've had 20 years to fine tune this feel to it. Uh, Aeronautica, yeah, yeah. man, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed in Aeronautica. Because uh, it's a hex hex base, and it's like the verticality of it. So in in Aeronautica now, like the old one, you could only shoot up or down like one height, and there are five height bands. In the old one, there were ten height bands, so there was a lot more maneuver and a lot fewer shooting, which I understand why they wanted more shooting, uh, and some people like it a lot more because it is a lot more combat based. Like you could play an original game of aeronautica and shoot your guns, like have four fighters on the table and shoot your guns like three times the whole game, like combined, which I thought was cool. Cause you were dog fighting and maneuvering and all that, but I can totally get why they condensed the battlefield a little bit. And I think if they blew it back out to a four by six table, uh, I would like it a lot more mm -hmm. on the three by three. It just feels a little, confined don't they have a four by six now an, air, an airplane game and the and they latest? may well they might i don't know i haven't um but i only played it on the three by three granted the models are absolutely gorgeous the models are great like i've got them next to the old forge world like thunderbolts and stuff that i have and the new stuff is is real good the old stuff doesn't hold a candle to it i mean old forge world like, forge world not quite as good <laughs> so that's the one thing that might be the foil to if they decide to make this Horus Heresy or not. With the Aeronautica stuff, there's plenty of stuff in there that's not Horus Heresy specific. It's true, but here's here's what I think has happened. I think they brought out Titanicus and made that Horus Heresy as a very, you know, a homage to the old game. Mm -hmm. And they knew Horus Heresy was big. We don't have to make as many kits. And then, you know, like they've said or hinted at, um, if it really takes off, yeah, maybe we'll add in orcs later or whatever, but it's a heresy game. Um, and Titanicus has done like way, way beyond any of GW's wildest expectations. Uh, then they did Aeronautica. And for whatever reason, be it, you know, there were too many old people like me that didn't like the hexes or people don't like airplane games as much, or people weren't as enthralled with the initial, like, Imperial versus Orc release, whatever, whatever it was, it didn't do as well. 
Um, and I think GW would look at that and go, all right, we, we want to do Epic. We know there's a huge demand for it. And we know that of our two games that are scaled for Epic, Titanicus is doing really, really well, and Aeronautica is doing just okay. And I think that's what will push them into heresy. It'll also let them put out a shit ton of heresy stuff, which will like excite all of us mm-hmm. um, without having to do something like Mark II plastic space Marines. You know, like sure. there's not a lot of plastic stuff you can do for heresy. I mean, there is rhinos. Yeah, you could do rhinos or assault Marines, Reacher, whatever assault Marines. But oh, those oh. they don't want to make. <laughs> Like we were talking about with Primaris, they don't want to make plastic space breeds in this size anymore. Sure. So I think for Aeronautica, I think they had to do orcs. It's like central to the lore. There's Armageddon uh, that's you know so huge in you know 40k lore. They couldn't really release Aeronautica, and you know every player would be like, "Where are the orcs?" Oh yeah, but now oh. so when it when it was initially launched. When it was initially launched back in the day, it was Imperial Navy, Orcs, Eldar, and Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think part of the problem with it not doing as well as Titanic, it's not that it's doing badly, I don't think. Um, but it's because it is a 40k game. So it's, oh, you play Guard? Yeah, Thunderbolts. You play Orcs? Yeah, Tiny Dakajets. You play Chaos? Well, I guess the Imperial Navy, I could paint it differently. That'd be all right. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you play, you you play Eldar. Fuck yourself. <laughs> like, like those guys are just waiting for Eldar stuff, right? Meanwhile, right. in if you make it heresy, that first kit and the old the old Space Marine kit for Epic was a battle company. It was a full battle company in a tiny box. There was a hundred tiny Marines in it, and it was awesome. That does raise a really good point. When they make a specialist game like the Horse Heresy and they make a release, any release is viable for each player. Yeah, exactly. That makes a lot so of you sense. So you make a release and you say, this is a chapter or a company or whatever for Horse Heresy Marines and they're little dudes in like Mark III armor or little dudes in Mark IV. Oh, you're just you're going to buy it. I just want uh, tiny tanks. Even Caro's going to buy it, and she doesn't want to play the damn game. <laughs> hey, I never said, I want to try it out first. I want to try any game first. I mean, it might be Jesse buying two, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Right? That's how right? I get my orcs. Stone Gauntlet. Just <laughs> just miles of Stone Gauntlet. And you'd be running like Real 60 girl. Marines in a unit. And it would be like 300 points of your 3,000 point army. Yeah. Hmm. That's how we do. Again, for those of you that are just listening, because this is a podcast, not a video, <laughs> Jared's eyes were literally bulging out of his head uh, as he as he was <laughs> contemplating this. Do you notice little little toys, those little squeeze toys when you just when just their eyes pop out? Yeah, it's just just so, just so. New edition, big things to look forward to, or small things, I should say. <laughs> oh come on things of all sizes it's gonna get interesting so we're gonna take a quick break thanks for listening to another podcast from the remembrancers retreat if you enjoyed this episode consider leaving a rating on itunes or apple podcasts 
You can also find our swag store at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash RR30K podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at RR30K podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at remembrancers underscore retreat. You can also visit our website, rr30k.com, for podcast updates and the Battlefleet Heresy Compendium. You can also leave us a voicemail for us to play on a future podcast at 1-929-437-3791. That's 1-929-HERESY-1. And you can also leave us an email at Retreat at gmail.com. Thanks again. Would you like a shout-out on our podcast? Maybe discounts on our Teespring store? Maybe you'd like to vote for upcoming Heresy grad school topics? Hang out in a private Discord server? Or maybe even just getting a fun podcast sticker? If you're interested in any of that, consider becoming a patron. Patreon funds help for server costs and allow us to make cool content for you to enjoy. Patronage also helps us pay for projects such as our Nova Open Charitable Foundation Army, The Honored. An Ultramarine Zone Metallus Force will be up for charity raffle coming this year. If you're interested in getting in on the action, consider becoming a patron today at patreon.com forward slash rr30k podcast. Thank you. And we're back. And before we begin, I'd also like to thank personally each and every one of our patrons, starting with our Praetor tier, Alex Self, Nicholas Quenga, Jacob Dillon, Matthew Boyce, Joshua Phillips, Mr. Baldwick, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, and Chris Mack. On to our Centurion tier list, we have Scott LeMay, Andrew N., Black Label Painting, Minis by Applesauce, Angry Boy, John Christensen, Mark Henry, M. Hernandez. And finally, our Sergeant tier, Aaron Maynard, Garrett Lowe, Travis Smith, Duncan, and Emily O'Hare. Thank you all very much. On to the rest of the show. So we got Will and Caro and Austin here. I'm not sure where Jared left. I think he had to go. Darn. He okay. needed some time to himself to think about a whole... Epic Epic army of Imperial Fists. around the house, <laughs> yeah. air punching, screaming, yes, <laughs> repeatedly. So, Will, Caro. Yeah. Let's talk about the Nova army. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it finally uh, was finished this weekend mm-hmm. and was handed off to Austin to deliver it up to Ryan. Yes, and unfortunately, I unfortunately I lost it, uh, and it has been completely destroyed. And in unrelated news, I am starting an Ultramarine's army, uh, and I paid close attention to Will's paint scheme. Ah, uh-huh, very good. Well, I'm I'm happy you uh, enjoyed it enough to feel uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> Such a dirty word. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was an interesting project. Um, because it was for charity, of course, I felt like a lot more pressure was on for it, you know? Um, but ultimately I, I did enjoy it and everyone has received them very well. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I, I feel good and, uh, I am excited to see somebody win it. Nice. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, real I can, I cannot win it. So, you know, <laughs> The There's pictures that. don't really do it justice, <laughs> and the pictures have been real good. Yeah, so Will, you painted the models, and Carol, you took care of the bases. Yeah, quite honestly, mm-hmm. Will did all the work. That's why they look so awesome. I did the bases. The, I'm telling you, the bases, bases tie, tie all together. together. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't have really a good do. army without good bases. That's true, I, I'll yeah. tell you this, that a lot of people were giving input saying, like, definitely looks like a ZM force with those bases. Like, I mean, it, it ties the whole theme together. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you can't have so, ZM if you have mud bases or anything. No, it yeah, is. Right, unless you're in a cave somewhere fighting. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, Nova Open Charity already put an Instagram post up about it, which was cool. Awesome. So they're already plugging it, and um, hopefully, you know, I know we're going to do, uh, when the tickets go live, we'll let everybody know, and we'll start promoting it more. Um, yeah, you might win, though. Just getting it out there, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, it's definitely good. Uh, I know right now they're starting on the 15th, I think, is when they're going to start uh, getting all the pictures and all that stuff together. So there'll be some nice professional pictures of it all. Yep. So you start right at the beginning of summer mm-hmm. in the charity draw. Or the raffle, I should say. It's pretty enough to make Erebus want an ultramarine army. Just pretty enough to make me want to play uh, And that's saying uh, something. It's saying a lot, because ultramarines yeah. are the worst. Kara's a traitor, heart and heart. Oh, absolutely. Ultramarines are terrible, and I, I still kind of want that army now. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so look out for that. That's going to be good, for sure. Awesome. Um, but, yeah. I don't. I don't really know what else to say about it. I'm just excited to see it get out there. You know. Well, you guys did an awesome job. Like I know I said that plenty of times already, but no, seriously, you guys did an awesome job. Thank you, thank you, sir. But now I should ask that. Now that's now that it's out of the way, uh, what are you looking to do now? I see you're, you're still building some stuff. So do you have your own personal projects you want? To yeah, um, I have neglected all my personal projects uh, since I started the the honored project. Um, so, uh, on my desk right now, I've got a bunch of Phobos Marines that need to be magnetized, um, and then based and then added into the iron hands. And, um, I'm working on a Karaknos right now for my, uh, mech. So that'll be a nice little addition to have a centerpiece. Cause I really don't like, I mean, the biggest models I have are the, uh, the Thanatar. Yeah, which I guess is a centerpiece for that model or for that army, but I don't play them often. I've only played them, I think, twice, maybe three times. Um, and then I have the the Morax, but they're a little bit smaller, and there's two of them, so that doesn't kind of give you the same centerpiece vibe. So that's what I'm hoping this is going to be is going to be like a nice big vehicle to to kind of like tie that whole army together. Um, and then Steve and Zach gave me the idea to do the um, red on yellow for that snake effect, you know what I mean? On the Morax. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, you guys that are on the chat with me right now, you'll be able to see. But listeners, just take a look at the correctness, and you'll see how it's already got, like, armor panels uh-huh. segmented off along the way. So I'll be using those snake colors across the entire top of it, which will be cool. Because, I mean, right now, my army has very little color in it. It's just a lot of black and metal. So I think awesome. yellow and red is is a good little break up to uh to that that's gonna for sure yeah yeah um but that's really it what about you guys oh and i i started reading um the the second book to watchers of the throne oh yeah the with um hold on let me get the name of it 40k one with the silent sisters uh silent sisterhood and the custodian yeah yeah uh, the Regent's Shadow, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new Regent. 
Um, because uh, spoiler alert, in the previous one, the guy was old, okay, and you know, humans have an expiration date as they age, custodes don't really. Um, so, <laughs> so this takes place fresh. a little bit later, but it it's only like maybe a couple months later is is where it takes place. But I get, I mean, in in the first book, the dude was very very old. And like he he had already had his last rejuve that he could have before expiring when that whole book took place. So there's a new regent, uh, and uh, yeah, man. So it's just really good. Uh, it's doing the whole three different readers, where each reader does the voice of the character, and when you listen to them, that they're talking about it as if this is a report you're reading, where they're they're given a testimony is what it is, pretty much. Which I really like that style. I like that in the first one. Speaking of which, did speaking of testimony and stuff, did you manage to finish Valdor? I did. What did you think? Yeah, I loved it. Um, so okay, so I was afraid it was going to make me want to start a Custodes army again. Uh-huh. And honestly, this this book also, I'm afraid of that happening. Every time I read about a fucking Custode, I start a stupid fucking Custodes army, and I can't <laughs> stop myself. Um, but reading Constantine was much different. That it, that was like, oh man, this it, I think was best described as a Primark book, right? Um, I think you had mentioned that it was more akin to a Primark book than it would be like a standard run of the run of the mill horse heresy book that gets you excited about a legion. This just tells you a deeper story about that person. And uh, just- yeah, Valdor has put up with some shit from a lot of people over the years and I completely understand his it, 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 it helps you understand his uh, frame of mind when he's discussing the Astartes and that kind of stuff so that's good I don't, I don't want to give in get into any spoilers because I still think it's a little too soon for that but that is one how long is it out yet I'm not it hasn't been out very long maybe a couple I think it came out near Christmas time. I think it was this year, maybe or maybe yeah, Christmas time yeah, around this year. Around I picked there. up the audiobook not too long ago, so yeah. And oh, now okay. I'm just waiting for um, Saturnine to come to audiobook. I'm oh, one of those heathens yeah. who just and sons. I listen to audiobooks. I, I always choose audiobooks because I can paint, and painting and listening is what gets me like excited. I found myself while doing the honored, I was listening to a lot of ultramarine content again, like going back and listening to um. The Mark of Kalth was a good one, and then uh, um, No No Fear. Wait, no, not No No Fear. What's the other? What's the Ultramarine one? No No Fear. No No Fear is the Ultramarine one. Is it? Mark of Kalth is one of the. It is. It, it is one of the Ultramarine ones. Yeah. What was I thinking of? Fear to Empire, Tread. Maybe? That's. Oh no, Fear Fear, Fear to, to Tread, tread is the so is the Blood Angel one. I always. Yeah. I don't know why Fear to Tread and No No Fear. I guess because the, the amount of words they have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both come out the mouth but, uh, the same. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, no fear. I started listening to that again, which was good. Um, but yeah, I just like listening to him. So when Saturnine comes out, um, I already let Jared spoil it for me because he just needed somebody to vent to, and I'm the kind of guy I don't really care about spoilers. So I was like, "Yeah, man, just let me have it." And he was like, "Oh, thank God, please. I need to tell somebody <laughs> about all this." I think I, I looked on Amazon, and I think it was June twenty fifth. Let's check. Yeah, Sorry, it's man. we're we're less than a month out from it coming in normal person. Uh, yeah, range. When it comes out in yeah, regular 
edition, the audiobook comes out the same day typically. So yeah, it tells me July twenty. Oh, is it July twenty first? Okay, so long. June twenty fifth, uh, July twenty first. Again, you know, fear to tread. No, no fear. They're all the same. You know, so. look, time is an illusion. That's my second gripe. First gripe so. is update your FAQs. Second gripe is please give us some give us some books. So Sons of Selenor will be Monday, June first. Okay. And oh, that's Saturnine will be July July twenty first. So next week I can pick up Sons of Selenor. Wait, then, no, the that's the that's the pre order, isn't it? Isn't that the pre order for the collector's edition? No, 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 standard edition. Sons of Selenor. Which Sons out. of Selenor? I thought was um. Yeah, it's pre order. Was like a little mini, like a short book. Oh, it's an offshoot. It's not one of the main Correct. ones, huh? But the special okay. edition for okay. that came out like three months ago. Okay, yeah. I know Sons of Selenor has my boy's iron hands in it, so... And a kick-ass cover. Yeah, so yeah, that'll Saturday be cool. Saturday will be July and... Sick! <laughs> but yeah, man, that's it. I mean, I, I, I really haven't been doing much else in the hobby. What about you guys? Dude, I haven't really touched any. I've installed new lights in the game room so I can finally I saw that, yeah. play games in the evening. You got like overhead fluorescence now? Yeah, basically shop lights. Sick. Uh, the apartment doesn't have ceiling lights installed, which is really annoying. Like, it's just a bare wall. It's like, screw it. I'll just put four screws. Oh, yeah, mine too. Up and boom. It's all lit up. So yeah. I'm happy with that. Not pretty, but it works. No, it's I mean, not it pretty good. at all, but it works. It Nobody works cares. really good. No, and Does no. it. Here, here's the thing. Is it like hot? Do you feel heat coming off of it? Is that going to be a problem for you? I'll have to focus a little more on that because I've also been drinking today. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, it's weekend. Yeah. yeah, I for myself, I did not do any painting or building since I did the basis, but I started reading a bunch of the older novels again. Um. The first heretic, of course, and gonna go to legions, and then we'll see. Maybe, maybe Prospero burns. We'll see. It's a great book. Prospero deserved it. It's a great book for once. The space was so interesting because there's a human inside. Because you're getting to see them as they are. But but, I still gotta put bases on my Cenobite Black Knights. Oh yeah, I Ugh. got three bases uh, on, and for some reason I just stopped. I don't know why. I just oh no, you like thirty percent done. We're good. Everything. It's just like I don't know. Past few weeks have been stupid, Rough. and I just had a very little drive to do stuff. To be so. fair, we also bought a switch, so we played a lot. Oh man, <laughs> you guys on that Animal Crossing? I Car- have Animal Crossing. Jesse's not on my island. Carol's oh. all about the Animal Crossing. He did, I asked him and he said he yeah. didn't Well, want it's it for going into Switch talk. For Animal <laughs> Crossing, you can only have one island per console. Oh. And I didn't really feel like treading on her shadow of her beautiful island because I much. So it's like I'm yeah. not going to impose. Yeah, so she put my say, little house in the corner somewhere on the beach somewhere. <laughs> fucking live over yeah, there. Because he'd never put his tent on. That's right. I never, uh, never set up camp. Yeah, but so. probably deleted. Mm. But yeah, so anyways, Austin, you got anything? Oh, uh, I've got five kittens in my house. Soon to be eight kittens in my house. Uh, so yeah, no. I saw some new additions. There were there were some patterns I did not recognize. Yeah, so yeah. we. So I was like, those must be newly acquired we've been babies. Fostering five kittens. 
Um, they're adorable. They're great. They've all been oh. uh, spoken for, I guess. Um, but they don't actually go home until they're fixed and stayed and all that. So the boys got fixed. Um, and one of one of the boys is going with one of the girls, so we're holding on to him until they're both ready. And the other one went today. And so it was us, uh, buddy Jonathan, who's adopting it, and the his girlfriend and the cat lady that runs the rescue because she's got, like, the paperwork signed, right? So we get there, mm-hmm. and... Jonathan shows up and we're like, Hey man, cool. Here's your kitten. Uh, they're going to name him Iroh. That will be his official name, which is awesome. Cause avatar is great. Yep. Um, and the Kate, the rescue lady shows up like 15 minutes late and we're like, well, you know, no big deal really. But she comes in with a cart with a cat carrier in it and four, like five week old kittens that apparently while she was driving to meet, us somebody called her and was like hey we've got this litter of feral kittens like please god come take them uh and Allie and i had been planning on asking to foster another litter uh that didn't have a mom you know once ours go which should just be in like the next week and she was like you know you can just take these and we were like yeah i guess we could so we left with one kitten expecting to come back with zero and instead came back with four. Ah, oh, yes. That's the, old, <laughs> the old switcheroo. The old cat math. Nobody ever tells you about cat math until it's too late. Right? So if anybody wants uh, two calico girls, a gray girl, or a white and black boy with a mustache, like, Another give it like six weeks. And in the Richmond area. We're yeah. not gonna and in the Richmond area. We don't <laughs> yeah, ship cats. Richmond, Virginia, uh, USA area, I should say. Yes, too. U.S. America. I'm sorry, Alex. We we can't get them to you. Awesome. <laughs> can't be um, shipping cats to Australia. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, it has totally stopped my ability to do any sort of painting at all. Um, Just knock over the paint pots. Well, like, this past week has been bad because the boys got fixed. Sure. So, like, they shouldn't play with other... They can, you know, they got some sensitive bits that now have like holes in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Got to take it so easy. Got to yeah. take it easy. They, they refuse. Uh, so it's been a lot of like chasing kittens around when I wasn't at work. <laughs> Literally being like, kittens. no, stop that. Cause they like to sit on each other and then bite at the part that's sitting on. Them. Oh no. So, like, <laughs> no. We've been like, they've already been fixed. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so no no painting for me. Uh, however, GW did just release Necropolis on audiobook, the third and to many people best Gaunt's Ghost book. Uh, so while I delivered Will's army to Ryan, the Nova Charity army, uh, I got in like two and a half hours of that. And god damn, is it good. Makes you want to do another militia army. I mean, not that it takes yeah, much I'm for still, me to do another militia army. But I mean, what, your fifth? I'm still working on Gaunt's Ghost. I don't know why. Bro! So I will I say... I know. I keep getting distracted with Space Marines, man. So That's, I will say the first book for Allie was a little hard to follow in audiobook form because it does do a lot of flashbacks. Um, so I don't know if maybe like that's oh, part of your problem. Yeah, no, so, no, I, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the story and everything yeah. like that. Um, 
then I'm sorry, bro. You're just is, you're just, just wrong. I'm not in, I'm not invested in it yet. You know what I mean? That that's You'll all it is. There. I'm not saying it's bad. I just haven't got yeah exactly. You, I haven't gotten there yet. You will get to a point in God's Ghost where someone will die and you will weep like a war widow. Like that happens a lot in books, in good books. Three hundred. No, three minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. Oh God, fifteen so, hours. I'm still so so mad. Yeah, you were shook by that book. <laughs> I was. Oh man. By that book. Welcome Not to the sure, guard, but, Caro. Oh. My, to be fair, that's very, the one we should read for Heresy Book Club. Dude, I guess tell them it's the militia. There's Great only one book. copy. But um. <laughs> I cry real easy at books, but this did not help. Yeah. <laughs> this does not help. Uh, I did warn you. You know, getting warnings, they're ignored because it's a good book. Yeah. But it is, it is a real good book. But yeah, so that, that's been like the only hobby I've had is uh, listening to the start of Necropolis. But uh, still counts. That's good. It does, and I've got uh, some Space Wolf tanks that I definitely need to paint. So, nice. got my. I've been slowly collecting. Is this you guys um, twenty-eight millimeter or is this uh, 28. 28. Epic. Got to ask. These oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, you do have yeah, to I ask. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be sure. But no, I've been. As you guys know, I've been collecting a lot of the old like Rogue Trader vehicles for my Space Wolf army. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I, yeah. Uh, I got a couple of Rogue Trader rhinos that I need to throw paint on and get on the field. What Were they eBay e- 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 rescues? eBay rescues? Um, one was one I actually picked up at Battlegrounds a while ago. I just never got around to. Oh, but also to be fair, if you would have epic, it seems like you're able to paint those things real fast. Yeah, epic. Oh yeah, no six millimeter stuff. So I painted when I painted my space wolves, um, and I went crazy on them. Right, I green stuffed uh, wolf pelts. Onto the six millimeter models. You madman! <laughs> uh, all of all of my space wolves have pack and legion markings, uh, and I painted two hundred and thirty of them. And even with doing you know itty bitty freehand wolves and freehand pack markings uh, on all of them, I think it took me between eight and ten hours, start to finish. That's pretty awesome. Which is wild. Like, and if you do. Like if you wanted to do, say, you know, just a normal army where it's just tactical markings and you're not having to think up patterns and stuff, it's not hard at all. And that was back in the day. I can do six millimeter models now at a rate of about 260, takes me about three hours, start to finish. So yeah, when Epic comes out, boy, you can just, uh, it's so good, especially with the contrast paints, man. You get epic space. Oh, I'm sure it's even better now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's insane. Cause with, with six millimeter models, unless you're insane, like I was with my space wolves, you're not really painting the model like you do in 28 millimeter. You're painting the impression of the model. Right. Um, so you don't have to paint quite as precisely. That's not really the right word I'm looking for. You're painting more um, abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't like putting three, three or four highlights down on armor, like on power armor for 28 millimeter makes good power armor, right? For six millimeter, it makes real dumb looking power armor. Like it doesn't work. 
what works is prime it a color, wash it, maybe highlight, or just prime it a color, highlight, or prime it a color, or like do the contrast paint once. And that is beautiful, and you can't really do any more to it because then it just looks like you're painting stripes on a model rather than actually, sure. you know, it's all red right. with gradient or whatever. Uh, so they paint up real quick. They look gorgeous, and you can do just crazy things with them. Like everybody really likes display boards in 28 mil, right? Like nowadays, you don't have a good, a well painted army in an event unless there's also a well painted display board to go with it. Mm. Um, but with Epic, every base, because you're putting more than one model on a base, can become like a little mini diorama. Uh, sure, I'll actually, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot, I'll shoot you guys some photos, and Carol can put them on Instagram of my Titan Hunter infantry. Um, so I got through dubious sources, uh, some Mark three Marines with missile launchers that I painted up as iron warriors, the Titan hunter infantry for my trader Titan Legion. Uh, and I took some destroyed buildings just like, you know, did a little work to the Titanicus terrain. So it looks like they're all positioned in ruins, like three guys on a base firing out at stuff. Um, and for Epic, that's just like the standard of cool things you can do. Rather than, you know, oh, I've got one big display board for all of my little individual guys. It's the whole thing. When Epic but drops, it also when, means that, that when you do display boards, you're doing like display battlefields is what it yeah, allows you to do. Yeah, it's like a, a city. Like you do a yeah. straight up city, yeah. No, it, it can be real wild. Um, and I've seen some beautiful, beautiful things on uh, the Epic Facebook groups. And it just, it's amazing. Like I've seen guys that do it. So a squad, a unit of Space Marines in Epic is six stands. So it's 30, 30 tactical Marines, right? And then like three Rhinos is the basic unit or those guys in a drop pod. And I've seen guys do it where each squad or each uh, detachment is in a building. And it's just like a city that's been like fortified buildings for defense. Or you'll see like Death Corps of Krieg armies. That's just an entire like... World War Two, World War One style trench battlefield, and it's got three hundred guardsmen on it, and it looks amazing. So yeah, there's, there'll be a lot of fun coming down the pipe, uh, especially with all this new GW scatter terrain for Titanicus. Boy, day. damn it! Sorry, got a kitten on the table. Stand by, she's <laughs> well, attacking my Germans. Well, I think we're, we're over an hour today, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for uh, this episode. Right on. Thank you all for listening tonight, and. Um, yeah, you guys got any last words before we wrap it all up? Nope. Just be on the lookout for the honored. We'll announce it on our uh, Facebook page when that uh, finally starts. That's right. No, that's it. Also, um, just keep a lookout. Keep keep hobbying. It's not like we got anything better to do. Austin. Well, I've saved the German army. What are we doing? We saying goodbye. Are we wrapping up? Is it goodbye? Okay. Goodbye. Keep doing things that are fun, guys. Oh, yeah. Fun, more important. Like, don't drop your hobbies because it's important. Yeah, don't but be don't like feel, me. But don't, like, force yourself to do it, you know? Like, don't feel like you have to paint. Do a little building. Do a little reading. Listen to an audiobook. Like Will says, Will said it before, if you're not having fun while you're doing something, don't do it. Yeah, it's not a hobby. It becomes work. Right. Will, Will may or may not have said that, but I'm going to attribute it to <laughs> No, that, I do say that a, a lot. I Well, I... I the thing is, I tell people when, when they're asking, like, how do you paint this or how do you paint that? I'm just like, uh, as long as you're having fun while you're doing it, you're probably doing it right. 
you know if if you're like struggling and you're hating it then there, there's probably something you're not doing right in the process to to enjoy it but yeah it should be fun and if it's not you got to change what's not fun about it that's right and with that also the goddamn new mech <laughs> got fucking teased i'm sorry that's fine that's just popped up the new mech got teased with the goddamn horses Greyhounds. At the same time as this Dogs? new ninth edition Space Marines, and I'm I'm like, God, oh. <laughs> why? Why are they so close corner. together? Just I want book. that flyer so bad. They're so close together because of the Rona man. They should have been, been spread, spread out, out a little bit easier later. And now instead, we're getting it all at once, and your wallet's gonna hurt, but you're gonna like it. It's a good pain. I know. They won't go anywhere, but you got to make a choice, Will. You're right. They're gonna be there for the next couple of years. You know. But you got to make a choice, which one? And we'll uh, linger on that question, and we'll see you all next time. Keep those dice rolling. Bye. Yeah.